0: Sullivan with 401k Specialist, and this is the 401k Specialist podcast. This week, we're joined by the one and only Nevin Adams, Chief Content Officer and Head of Retirement Research at the American Retirement Association. We thought about who to invite for an overview of all that's happened this year. Almost in unison, our staff said Nevin. He's here to discuss legislation and regulation, as well as the impact the industry has had on the lives of ordinary Americans in a difficult time. Nevin, we have about a week or so left in the year, and the way things are going, anything can happen. But what, in your mind, was the big 401k story of 2020? Well, John, uh, first
1: off, thanks for having me on this uh, podcast. It's kind of cool. And, you know, I don't have to think very long. I mean, it's, it's about COVID. And about our response to COVID, both as a as a nation, um, as a as an industry, the retirement industry, and, and as American workers and savers, writ large, it it really has been about COVID and and how we've responded to that, both in terms of plan design, in terms of tapping into savings, in terms of um, continuing to fund the match, and in some cases, unfortunately, deciding that it needed to be pulled back for a little while.
0: You've said in the past, Nevin, that without 401ks and retirement plans in their current form, Americans would have had a much harder time with COVID and its economic fallout. What specifically do you mean by that?
1: Well, I mean, for the for working Americans who have access to a retirement plan at work or even those who, who once had access to a retirement plan at work, it's given them an opportunity to to put some money aside. And, and granted, that's been for the purpose of retirement But you have to live till you get to retirement. And so for a lot of Americans, you know, 40, 50% of working Americans, they had a nest egg. They had resources they could draw on in a pinch and if they needed to, um, they had a lifeline. And given what you see in terms of the reports, the statistics about how um, most people don't save, don't put money aside the way they should for any purpose at all whatsoever. If you've been doing it, In that retirement plan at work, in that 401k plan, you at least had a place to go if you needed to. And in the absence of that, and, and we've seen data that shows that people are 12 times more likely to save for retirement if they've got access to a plan at work than if they're left on their own devices. They could go out to that local IRA, but they just, they don't. So... That's why it matters. It got people into the discipline of saving, but more importantly, it, it gave them a resource for that rainy day, which 2020
0: has certainly been one long, enduring rainy day. Right. Great description. What do you think of the latest fiduciary rule release, Nevin? And is it really just Reg BI harmonization?
1: Well, I I, I think probably the best way to summarize the new fiduciary or the... the uh, the exemption, the privity transaction exemption with regard to advice is why bother? Um, I mean, I will commend the folks at the Labor Department. They have done an amazing job of cranking out an extraordinary number of rules, proposed rules, final rules, regulations, things like that. I mean, they've just been – they've in a, in a year where they're dealing with the same kind of issues with sort of being – being at work and being able to do things as the rest of us are. They've, they've really done an incredible job. But but honestly, we're at a, at a point at the end of the year now where um, given the timing, given the change of administrations, given what the Biden administration is likely to do, uh, just because this is what every change in party administration does, is to basically stop this and other things dead in their tracks. So, you know, you can comment on the rule and kind of how it, it, it attempts to work. I think it's pretty fair to say that uh, that there's a new sheriff in town, and even though we don't know who the sheriff is yet, um, they're going to have something to say about the rule. So, um, you know, commend the work of the labor department uh, people who who worked so hard to put this together, but but I'm not sure it's going to matter in the end.
0: Well, that happened with a lot of other areas, Nevin. I mean, is it really just you know start over again from scratch? And here we go.
1: Well, it won't be everything. I mean, you know, there there. Some things that, that get um, just frozen for a bit, um, there are some things with the Congressional Review Act, um, as we saw with the Obama administration and its special exemptions that it allowed for the state-run um, and city-run retirement plans, where if you have a change in administrations and you have control of both houses of Congress, you can actually wipe out legislation that's passed in the tail end of the of the term. Um, as I said, as the Trump administration did with the Obama administration's rules there. Um, I don't know that there's going to be a lot in that category this time. Um, every the, the math on that has gotten kind of weird because it's a function of how how many times Congress meets, and there's been a lot of unusual aspects to the meeting schedule of Congress. Um, so I, I think we can look for, for some things. I don't I don't think the fiduciary will probably just be stillborn. I think things like their uh proposals on environmental society and governance factors things like that i think I think that'll probably morph in a in a gentler way.
0: understood what if any Nevin were the important industry successes over the past year in your estimation?
1: Well, I mean you know just keeping things going this year feels like it was a big accomplishment i mean it's amazing to me i know I know we did this. Um, I know a lot of our members did this. Um we we didn't have a lot of warning to sort of see the the national emergency declaration declared, but everybody pretty much on what amounts to a, a 24, 36, 48 hour notice, packed up and went home. And as far as I can tell, nobody missed a beat. So whether it's you know processing the payroll contributions, making the contributions, doing the urine discrimination testing, the 5,500 filings, uh, processing uh, an and expanded uh, relations to the CARES Act and in terms of people being able to access more in terms of loans or withdrawals, that kind of thing. Um, boy, you just didn't you just didn't hear about blockages or things not happening or the provider community. I mean, as I said, everybody just kind of went home and did what they needed to do. And I think that's amazing. Um, but I think in, in a lot of ways, the, the biggest success here is both the fact that the vast majority of employers continue to make contributions to those retirement plans um, in in what was by any measure a daunting, challenging uh, economic environment, and, and perhaps more importantly for the long term, we really didn't see a lot of those Americans who had access to that retirement savings um, dip into it. And so, whether that was a function of them having other sources, or them being in a in a business that continued to operate, or just the knowledge that that money is supposed to be there for retirement and sort of going other places first, I, I think those are all all strong successes.
0: Right. So then, Nevin, you know, even in a, a pandemic, did we as an industry advance the ball down the field? Did we do what we needed to do and should do for retirement plans and participants? I think. I think high level, yes. Um,
1: yeah, there's no question that that this year is going to be a setback. Uh, certainly people who had to tap into their retirement savings ahead of retirement um, have dug uh, a hole of different sizes that they're going to have to, to fill back. Um, we already had issues, if you will, in terms of people not saving enough for retirement and not, not necessarily being ready for it. And, and honestly, in a lot of cases, just not even Taking the time to check out and see if they were ready for retirement. So, um, the, you know there there are a lot of things there, and certainly 2020 will be um, a little bit of a stumble for everything. But the signs are really good. You know, we saw Plan Sponsor Council of America's 63rd annual survey of defined contribution plans found record. Contributions. This is for 2019, but that's going into this year. Record level of contributions from employers and employees. Um, Those are those are good signs. Upticks in plan design changes, like automatic enrollment, automatic acceleration, um, the embrace of qualified default investment alternatives. These are all really good signs. I think one of the reasons that we're going to end up holding up so well in 2020, despite that stumble is because we had had made such a strong commitment to it before that.
0: So closing 2020 and looking ahead to 2021, what are the major ARA NAPA initiatives for the new year? What is your focus and energy in the coming year?
1: Well, I I think our our big issue, and let me just point out that – As recently as this week with the the bill that's just been passed by the House and Senate and President Trump has said he would sign it, is there's some significant relief for plan sponsors in that bill with regard to partial plan terminations, essentially giving people a little bit of breathing room so that the uh, furloughs and such that they've had to put in place don't trigger a partial plan termination—that's that's an enormous deal because a lot of particularly small business owners have obviously been under such a strain, and they've um, this gives them some breathing room, just, just time to get back on their feet, time so that they don't end up having to, to actually fold in and and terminate their plan. And it's a big deal, and we've been working at that all year long. Um, so that, by way of saying, having spent all year long. Doing hard lobbying on things that that ended up getting part of the Cares Act, uh, dealing with the COVID distributions and helping people work their way through that, um, lobbying on things like the payroll protection uh, program and making sure that that employers who needed that kind of relief were taken care of. You know, that's all been a it's been a long hard race this year. I think. As we go into next year, we're going to be trying to assess, if you will, the the damage, if you will, the things that people need help on, sort of getting their breath, catching their breath and getting things back back right to the way they were and making sure that there's as little disruption in that long-term plan as possible. But our big challenge this next year, as it has been for the last several years, is is focusing on coverage. Um, you know, we talked before about uh, how much better off people are when they have access to a plan at work. Well, a lot of people, a majority of American workers, full-time American workers, don't have access to a plan at work. Um, they're not going to make it through retirement. They're certainly not going to make it through these kind of disruptions in our economic lives if they don't have that kind of access. So um, coverage is probably going to be the big thing. It's something we're already actively involved and engaged with uh, senior members in Congress um, and the administration. So we're hopefully we keep making a big difference there.
0: Nevin Adams, that is exactly what we needed. Thank you so much for joining us. Do appreciate it.
1: I appreciate it very much, Sean. And hey, don't forget to tell your listeners, the NAPA 401k Summit, September 12th through the 14th, Las Vegas, Nevada.
0: Yep. We're really looking forward to it, to be back live and, and seeing everybody. So uh, definitely that's something that we'll keep an eye on moving forward in the new year.
1: And we'll look forward to doing this in person there, John.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Devin. We'll talk soon. Sure, man.